Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. What matters is how many months people have been struggling to deal with it. And each month they get madder and madder about it as long as their, their wages are trailing prices. And they're grumpy right now. Why don't you do the world a favor and pull your lip over your head and swallow? Got out of the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> they are 3, 3% higher than it was yeah. uh, when Biden came in. Your old pal failed you, huh, Chuck? Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Did he exhibit any unusual behavior while he was working in the office? I would not be the right one. I, I, you know him very well. I, I would have to ask, the, the, these are personnel issues, and uh, I would not be the right person. I, I know nothing. Nothing. These are our D.C. values. You're not going to start singing, are you? This little light of mine. Who sings that song? Yeah, let's keep it that way. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. So Senator Ben Cardin is the employer or was the employer of uh, the uh, Palo Alto youth, 24-year-old guy who, who uh, called himself on Reddit Bearbank, Bearback Twink Slut. But he can't comment on him being fired. You have to. I'm not the right person. To ask. You're his boss. You employed him. You fired him. Who is the right person to ask? Again, he's retiring, and not a moment too soon. I'm sure he he, agree, he would agree with that statement. Ben Cardin, the senator from Maryland, lifetime hack at the public trough. Time now for the chump line. Hey, Howie. Now we have a new definition and perspective on the phrase in the annals of Congress. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I could try to add something else to that, but I think it might offend people in the audience, not to mention me. Loving. Did you hear Genghis Carr talking about Barney Frank's old friend Hot Bottom? Apparently, Jerry Williams sent Genghis Carr to interview him, since he had plenty of experience with people like that at DA, Debauchery Academy. <laughs> no, no, I, he didn't send me to interview. He said, can you come over to the uh, Fox 25 studios and uh, help me interview him? Because Jerry was even more uncomfortable with Hot Bottom than, than I was. By the way, he never wrote his book. He was out promoting his book, but I, I read last night uh, that his name was Stephen Gobi, and he never wrote his... He was going to call it Capital Offenses. Never wrote it. And now Barney is in his 80s, and he's retired. I don't know what became of Steve Gobi. Are you saying Jerry Williams was homophobic? He was of a different generation, Taylor. He, he was somewhat uncomfortable. It wasn't so much he was homophobic, but he was he was uncomfortable around a male prostitute. Let's put it that way. 
I see. I do you do you see the distinction? I yes, uh, especially referencing the time frame. Sure. Today's poll question is, or excuse me, the uh, the chump line. Today's chump line is brought to you by Jake Rooney's on the Curve in Harwichport. Open year round with seasonal favorites for family fun, food, and entertainment. It's Jake Rooney's in Harwichport, the exclusive home of the Stone Grill Dinner. Online at jakerooney's.com. Ben Cardin's aide has been fired. You could say he took one for the team. <laughs> yeah. Gary Studs, when he was in Congress, his his team was, I believe, known as Gary's Studs, his softball team. So make make of it what you will. Hunter <laughs> is so classy that unlike most Democrat officials, he will not engage in puppet play. That's why I needed champ and major when I wanted to pull some tail. <laughs> We're talking about that earlier. The uh the sex scandals during the Brandon administration. One of them is a, 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 a colonel in the army who posed in a dog mask, which is some kind of pup play. It's, it's another one of these uh, kinks that uh, somehow I've, uh, I've missed out on all these years. Thank goodness. I don't think I would have had much interest in it. The picture is kind of probably going to give me nightmares tonight that I just saw online a couple hours ago. Joe Biden was reminded of his dad telling him that two men kissing were in love. After seeing the video of the Senate aide getting buggered, Joe responded, wow, they're deep in love. The the guy, Aiden, for that is indeed his name, mentioned that they're, they're going after the man I love. It was the love that dared not speak its name now will not shut up. A knucklehead crashes into a Secret Service vehicle. How long before Joe starts sharing his story about surviving the assassination attempt? And his name was indeed James Cooper, but not related to James Fenimore Cooper, one of the most popular American authors of the early 19th century. Long forgotten by people who didn't go to Deerfield Academy, probably, but wrote the, the Deerslayer. Pathfinder, all kinds of uh, different books made into great movies of the 20s and 30s. James Fenimore Cooper. No relation to the guy who's charged with drunk driving in Wilmington, Delaware. You want to know what really sticks in my craw? Greg Abbott signing a bill that's already the law. The left's trying to spew, this is something new. Not enforcing what's on the books is our biggest flaw. I know that, you know, I'm with the Limerick guy. They keep saying, the, the Democrats keep saying the Republicans want uh, extreme border control, draconian border controls. The Republicans just want to enforce the law of the land, most of which were passed by Democrat Congresses and signed into law by Democrat presidents. How many times does this have to be said? I guess a lot for the, uh, for the voters that are living in the bubble who think that 30% who think Joe Biden's doing a bang-up job. Hey, Ben Cardin, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. (laughs) 
Yeah, let's get them all out of the way today, Taylor. I, I don't want to hear any more of these jokes tomorrow. Let, let's let's put uh, Ben Car- Carden uh, on, uh, uh, give him an early uh, Christmas break. Say, Ed, did you hear they found another secret Gaza tunnel? You are correct, sir. Authorities say it was as big as a truck or one of Chris Christie's thunder thighs. <laughs> <laughs> It, it did look like the it, it looked like the uh, the tunnel. It looked like the Ted Williams tunnel, didn't it? It was so big. Again, they they could have built a, a port. They could have built those three thousand greenhouses RFK was talking about. They could have built a uh, a, a plant to uh, to take the salt out of the water from the Mediterranean. They they could have done all kinds of stuff, but instead they built a giant tunnel to hide under. Hey, Howie. I don't know what your problem with Marianne Ryan is. I mean, you've got to appreciate a woman who goes into a salon and says, give me the Mo Howard. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care what she looks like. You know, I don't want to date her. I just want, when I call her office, I want to be able to get an answer about somebody's immigration status. And I can't get that. I can get, I get more information from any other district attorney's office in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts than I can from Marion Ryan. And that's not a compliment. Joe Biden said that next to Diana Ross, Sandra Day O'Connor was his favorite member of the Supremes. <laughs> Do we have any cuts from Joe Biden today at uh, Sandra Day O'Connor's funeral, Taylor? I listened for a little bit. It didn't seem like there was anything... Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear anything on any of the other shows or anything on Twitter or anything. So maybe he said that. Who knows? I think he thought Sinead O'Connor died. <laughs> it's been a bad year for the O'Connors, the O'Connor women. That was your last chump line message. Thank you for calling Howie Carr. You chump. All right, that's it for the Chump Line today. The Chump Line is the recorded voicemail message service of the Howie Car Show. You can call and leave a message anytime between the hours of 1 and 4 p.m. weekdays, Eastern Time. The number, if you wish to leave such a message, 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. Press 2 for the Chump Line. Leave your message. We may or may not play it at this time each weekday. If you didn't hear your message or you just like to hear a second, all different, brand new Chump Line, we have one. It's called Chop Chumps. It's where we put the messages that we didn't have room or time for just now. Chop Chumps, the second chump line of the day. You can get it every weeknight evening around 7 p.m. It's posted wherever you get your Howie Car Show podcasts. Today's chump line is brought to you by Jake Rooney's on the curve in Harwichport on the Cape. You open year-round with seasonal favorites for family, fun, food, and entertainment. It's Jake Rooney's in Harwichport the exclusive home of the Stone Grill Dinner, online at jakerooneys.com. Hey, Howie. Now we have a new definition and perspective on the phrase in the annals of Congress. (laughs) Yes, we do. I'll leave it at that. I'm back in Florida, but one of my last stops in New England before leaving was at Perfect Smiles in Nashua, New Hampshire. They are always my first appointment back and my last one before I leave. I make them a priority because taking care of your oral health is a priority. 
By neglecting it, it can lead to dementia, depression, and even heart disease. You don't want to get gingivitis. That's why you need to make getting your appointment at Perfect Smiles a priority. Do you think your mouth issues are too complicated to fix or that it would take so many visits that you give up before making that first phone call to even get started? Are you looking for expertise and experience to help you? Put yourself and your health first in the new year of 2024. And since your oral health affects your overall well-being, do what I did. I went to Perfect Smiles in Nashua to be as healthy as I can and to look as good as I can as well. Make your health a priority in 2024. Call the only dentist I'll go to, Dr. Houghton at Perfect Smiles in Nashville. Whatever you need done, Perfect Smiles can do for you. He's not only the best dentist I've ever been to, he has the best staff of dental hygienists. They all do a fantastic job. Whatever you need done, they can do it for you at Perfect Smiles. Look them up at perfectsmiles.com. That's perfectsmiles.com. I'm Howie Carr. Don't mind Howie. He's just jealous he doesn't get as many days off as a Massachusetts state employee. But you don't think me will use if I pay a day's wages for no work, do you? Hmm? It is only once a year, sir. It's a poor excuse for picking a man's pocket every 25th of December. The Howie Car Show returns after this. He's known by many names. Chris Kringle, Sinterklaas, Père Noël, Babo Natale, Pears Nicole, Papa Gigio. And yeah, those <laughs> aren't any of them. He's Howie Carr. Run, run, Rudolph. Today's poll question is brought to you by the Nosset Beach Inn. Right now, you can stay at the Nosset Beach Inn for under $200 this winter. To reserve your pet-friendly ocean view room with two queen-size beds, that means you can bring the kids along with you, go to nossetbeachin.com. It's a great, great place to visit any time of the year, and the rates are lower in the winter, obviously. That's nossetbeachin.com, nossetbeachin.com. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is... Which list of celebrity prostitution clients will be released first? Jeffrey Epstein's 170 friends on the Lolita Express, 28 names of Johns in Cambridge District Court, or neither group, they're all Democrats. My temptation is to say in the halls of justice, the only justice is in the halls, and neither list will be released. But I still have somewhat more confidence outside of Massachusetts than inside of Massachusetts. So I'm going to say the Epstein list will be released first. 13% say the Epstein list. 8% say the Cambridge District Court list of Johns. 79% say neither. <laughs> All right. 844-500-4242. Belden, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Belden. Well, good afternoon, Howie. I was listening to some of the callers in the previous hour that were upset about Trump's remarks uh, talking yes. about uh, this influx of uh, in, uh, the way illegal to aliens. the blood of America. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's they're looking at it, of course, automatically the liberals look at things from a racial perspective, but... Uh, well, mean, it's also a partisan perspective, you know? I mean, Belden, they, whenever Trump says anything or any Republican says anything, every Republican down to the candidate for dog catcher 
has to be confronted about what the Republican said. But a Democrat can say anything or do anything they damn well please, and and, and uh, no Democrat ever has to answer for it. Am I correct? Just like our just like our justice system, there's multiple tiers, or you know, or hypocrites, or you know, it's it's, it's, it's okay for them, but not for us. But uh, you know, we're contaminating the blood of Americans with fentanyl poisoning. We're contaminating the blood of America via ideologies that aren't compatible with our country's foundation. I mean, it's there's right. multiple ways of looking at that, and of course, they're obviously obviously going to knee jerk to the one that can you know get them a points with their left-wing nuts. How about, how about all the, the Americans that are being killed by illegal alien drunk drivers? How about, how about the Texas cheerleader, the 16-year-old that was killed, la- murdered? She was supposed to be at a Christmas uh, parade, and she didn't show up because some illegal alien had murdered her. How many, how many Americans have been murdered by illegal aliens over the, uh, well, you know, every, every year, Belden? It's it's hard. It's it is like an invasion. Over a hundred thousand Americans killed by fentanyl every every year. And it's and since Biden has opened the border, the numbers have gone through the roof. And uh, and 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 he does nothing about it. He he doesn't try to stop it. And the cost the cost. We're going to talk about this in the next hour after we leave Newsmax. But the governor of Massachusetts announced uh, yesterday that. They're going to spend $915 million on illegal alien migrant third world flop houses next year. Nine hundred and fifty that's what they say they're gonna spend. So it's gonna be way over a billion dollars just on the just on the uh the, the illegal alien motels where they where they just get in and cause trouble and uh and over overrun uh, local school systems, uh, overburden the taxpayers, uh, do decimate businesses in the area because nobody wants to go there because they're afraid of crime and just lurking uh, adults not doing anything ever. Loud noise at night, ambulances being called, 9-11 being called at all hours of the day and night. It's just a horrible situation. 844-500-4242. We've got some cuts from... Uh, from, from uh, J.D. Vance, he was asked about this question Belden was asking about, that Trump is supposedly a, uh, a Mussolini for saying that uh, the, the uh, Ill- illegal alien uh, invasion of the United States is poisoning the blood, that somehow that's... No, the, that... the uh, reporters actually invoked the uh, A.H. name. Oh, we've... we've... I thought he was. I thought it was Benito Mussolini this time around. Now we're, now we're up to Adolf Hitler. Oh, okay. Okay, so we'll we'll get to that in just a little in just a just a bit. But let's take another call. Ray, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Ray. Hey, Howie, love the show. I listen from California. The Morning Minute. Uh, you were playing the screeching chalkboard sounds of Mrs. Bill Clinton coming yes. to the defense of uh, Biden. She's not coming to Biden's defense. This woman sees Nikki Haley and Kamala Harris sniffing around that presidency, and she'll have none of it. She yeah. is still the first female president, and if, no one If else you were Joe Biden and she offered you some food or a drink, would you take it, Ray? I certainly wouldn't. <laughs> This is this is why this is why if, if Hillary Clinton is with you, you need a food taster. If 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 you have something that she wants, 
she's she's still bad, even in her dotage, even after all these years. She's still a she's still Lady Macbeth. I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. You know, I didn't know what to make of J.D. Vance when he first ran. I thought maybe he was like a, you know, one of these uh, pretty boy types that uh, just, I, I know he wrote the book and the bestseller and all that, but he went to Yale Law School. So I, I kind of like, you know, I don't I don't think a lot of people that go to, go to Yale Law School. I'm sure there's some that are okay, like Brett Kavanaugh, but generally speaking, I don't like I don't like the Poison Ivy League for so many reasons, but he's really turned out to be a uh, a, a valuable addition to to the Congress to the U.S. Senate. And uh, so today he was asked. Uh, it was the again. It's the it's the it's the same mo. A Republican says something that uh, is deemed controversial. The, every reporter in America, every so-called reporter, every Democrat operative with a press pass because that's all most reporters are, just goes after a Republican. And this guy just happened to run into a U.S. senator. It could, he could have been running, ran into the candidate for, as I, as I said in one of my columns, tree warden in Athol, Massachusetts. It would have been the same thing. What do you think about what Trump said? But J.D. Vance really put this guy in his, in his place. Cut 19. And so, so what do you have to say to um, the former president's comments over the weekend about immigrants and saying that they're poisoning the blood in America? Well, look, I've been asked this question a number of times, and here's, here, here's my view on these comments. First of all, he didn't say immigrants were poisoning the blood of this country. He said illegal immigrants were poisoning the blood of the country, which is objectively and obviously true to anybody who looks at the statistics about fentanyl overdoses. And I, I think just one, one observation about the press as an organization, you guys seem far more upset about the guy who criticized the problem than you did about Joe Biden, who's causing this problem. Exactly. Exactly. There is a major problem here. There is an invasion. You cannot have a country without borders. Cut 20. Can what? you just go back to his comments, though, sure. and sort of using language that we heard you know, during World War II? I'm sure you're a student of history. You're well aware what that kind of language represents in, in historical context. What organization do you represent? I work at the Associated Press. The idea that I am well aware you just framed your question implicitly assuming that Donald Trump is talking about Adolf Hitler. It's absurd. It is absurd. Why do you think that Donald Trump's language is targeted at the blood of the immigrants and not at the blood of the American citizens who are being poisoned by the fentanyl problem? You think he was referring to I think to this fentanyl? is ridiculous. If you watch the speech in context and you look at what's going on, it is obvious that he was talking about the, the very clear fact that the blood of Americans is being poisoned by a drug epidemic. The, the, to, to, see, to take that comment and then to immediately assume that he's talking about immigrants as Adolf Hitler talked about Jews is preposterous. You guys need to wake up and actually do some journalism. They don't want to wake up, J.D. Vance, as you, as you well know. 
I mean, she she wants to be the next uh, Kristen Welker, whatever that woman's name is on Meet the Press, who who hit Lindsey Graham of all people uh, on this this issue. I mean, obviously, as soon as it went out, as soon as he said it in Durham, New Hampshire, on Saturday, the uh, the the memo, the talking points, the whatever they call it now, the journal list is what they used to call it. All the Democrats would. Uh, operatives with press passes will get their talking points. And this this is the thing. So now we don't have to talk about Hunter Biden. Now we don't have to talk about Jim Biden and all the money he got. Now we don't have to talk about uh, Ashley Biden being a uh, tax deadbeat. Now we don't have to talk about any of that stuff. We don't have to talk about Bidenomics. We don't have to talk about the Mideast or Afghanistan or uh, now, the, now the troubles in Venezuela. We don't have to talk. We, we ask, we can talk about Donald Trump. Cut 21. Here's the problem with that question and that framing. You are allegedly a journalist. You're supposed to hold, speak truth to power. And yet, you're trying to circumscribe and narrow the limits of debate on immigration in this country. What you're doing is not speaking truth to power. You're trying to police the guy who's criticizing the problem so that Americans don't pay attention to the guy who caused the problem. Okay. It's an absurd question. It's an absurd framing. Uh, you're allegedly a journalist. I love that, too. And again, this gets back to what I was saying earlier about uh, journalism is supposed to comfort the afflicted and afflict the comfortable. That Associated Press reporter, like 98% of the rest of the journalists in the United States, is afflicting the afflicted and comforting the comfortable. 844-500-4242. Almeida, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Almeida. Hi, Howie. Um, I'm glad to see you back. Thanks. Um, I'm just wondering if, um, like, if we take the percentage of how many people have come from all these countries that um you know we give this we give millions of dollars to these countries they're supposed to use it for building schools and roads and and hospitals and things right and they haven't done anything and we've been given this money for some like almost 100 years we've been given them millions of dollars Right. And then they and then they just thumb our noses at it. And, and, you know, Trump, one of the things he talks about, not in all of his speeches, but sometimes he does, is that, uh, you know, when he got into office, he wanted to start uh, deporting all these gangbangers, all these all these people who are causing all this crime, murdering American citizens, not just not just with fentanyl, selling them drugs that kill them, but also just flat out killing them, raping them, like the, again, like the Texas cheerleader was found in the bathtub, and, and all these uh, MS-13 gangbang, uh, gangbanger killings in, uh, in, in uh, suburban uh, Long Island, New York, and in Maryland, and in, uh, in north of Boston, all these, all these killings. And so Trump wanted to start deporting all these people that Obama had brought in. They called them the uh, unaccompanied adult, uh, unaccompanied children, UACs. They were all gangbangers, or a lot of them were. They killed a lot of America, murdered them. He wanted to deport the ones that weren't in prison. And so a lot of these countries wouldn't take them back because they didn't want them back. 
They were happy when they left. I mean, wouldn't you be happy if all the criminals in your neighborhood left? You'd say, yeah, the, 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 uh, the community, the city, the town, the county got a, got a real upgrade by all these people leaving. They didn't want them back. So they said, we're not taking them back. You know what Trump said? And he talks about this in some of his speeches. He said, he said you're not going to take them back? Okay, no more aid for you. Guatemala, Honduras, whatever the countries were. Guess what? They took them back. They took them back. They, it, was, it was bad for, for uh, Central America, but it's better that they have to deal with their own savages and animals than we do. They're not our, they're not our problem. We got enough problems up here. Thanks for the call, Almeida. Bronwyn, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Bronwyn. Hey, Howie. Love the show and love Grace's uh, show as well. Uh, Merry Christmas to you. Merry um, Christmas to you, too. To call... uh, thank you. <laughs> um, I wanted to call in because I keep hearing this, and um, I was actually at the rally in Durham, New Hampshire. Right. It was amazing, and there was like 5,000 people there. Um, so when he says um, they are poisoning He's not talking about the immigrants. He was talking about the Democrats poisoning this country with illegal immigrants. And actually, I listened to Ben Shapiro, and he broke this whole thing down on his show. Um, it, and, he, and he speaks about Trump doing things where he speaks in these things called antecedents, which is what he meant was, they, he used the word they like two different times. Right. And the first one was in they poisoning, meaning the Democrats, not the illegal immigrants. So people are skewing his words again, as usual. And I just wanted to, because your caller, Steve, I was driving home and I was listening to you and I heard Steve call in and I was like, no, 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 no. That's wrong. So I just needed to call and say, yeah. because antecedent means going before. And Trump actually said they and they, right. like one right after the other. Yeah. Um, no, it's, uh, I mean, fair. you know, the fact that, that someone like Kristen Welker or whatever the hell her name is uh, would ask that question just just shows you how dishonest they are. I mean, she's the, she's the one, she's, a, she's from a family of Democrat operatives. That's all she is. She's she's a reporter the same way that Leslie Wolf, the woman, the uh, woman who tried to uh, stop the uh, Hunter Biden laptop investigation when she was in the Delaware's U.S. Attorney's Office, is a prosecutor. I mean, they're they're Democrat operatives. That's all they are. They've infiltrated every aspect of uh, of, of the society, and, uh, and and they're just trying to uh, do you know advance uh, the 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 partisan talking points of their comrades in the Democrat Party. And no one should take that stuff seriously. And, you know, Steve, Steve, he obviously watches, uh, watches state-run media. You shouldn't be – watch Newsmax. Watch Newsmax too. You know, even watch – even Fox is better than watching, uh, watching network newscasts. You know, you can watch the football games if you want. But uh, don't get your news from there. You know, David Muir, another left-winger from uh, ABC News, I guess he was leading with it last night. Very disturbing language. Very disturbing. 
Biden can say whatever the hell he wants. He can he can make stuff up about about his son, about his family, about how much money he's made. About we have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. How come how come nobody ever asked Joe Biden about that? He said that. That's that's not AI. That's Joe Biden, the most extensive voter fraud organization in American history. And he's bragging about it. And nobody asks him about that. Is that poisoning the electoral system to put together the most extensive voter fraud system in, in the United States history? Mr. President? 844-500. Thanks for the call, Broadwin. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. In the past couple of years alone, close to 50 satisfied Howie listeners have allowed J.J. Manning auctioneers to sell their valuable real estate assets quickly, contingency-free, and for the highest price the market will pay. Don't wait. You could be the next one. Since 1976, J.J. Manning's project-based approach of selling real estate has generated positive results for individuals, families, builders, companies, banks, estates, and more. You set the sale date, and you have one consolidated open house. No surprise nor last-minute showings. J.J. Manning's sellers are never left out in the cold wondering about interest on their property. Weekly inquiry reports provide measured progress and create a sense of teamwork through the auction process. There is no distress. You set the terms, you sell contingency-free, and the buyer pays all commissions. J.J. Manning uses their 30-30 marketing plan, 30 days of advertising and 30 days to close. No haggling and no changes to your deal. To learn more on how to get your commercial, residential, or land sold quickly, Contact Charlie Gill at 800-521-0111 or visit jjmanning.com. Call Charlie today at 800-521-0111 or go to jjmanning.com and get your real estate sold. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show will be right back. He's Howie Carr, and he's back. 844-500-4242. Mary, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Mary. Hi, Howie. How are you? Good. Um, You had mentioned a little while ago that some people are staying away from certain places because they're worried about the illegal aliens. Yes. And a friend and I were in Sturbridge in October, which is usually full of you know, people leaf peeping, and we stopped at a restaurant that you usually have to wait to go into, and when we got there, there was one other table, and it's like, I said to the owner, where is everybody? And he goes, they're afraid to come down to Sturbridge because of all the illegal aliens that are, like half of the hotel rooms in Sturbridge were full of full of these people, and people were staying away, and he said, it's killing our business. I mean, I was so surprised, because you, usually you're lucky if you get a table in this place. There was only two of us in there, two tables. I didn't. I didn't know they were. I didn't know they were uh, setting up flop houses in uh, Sturbridge. That's kind of a touristy area to be doing it in, isn't it? It is, and yes. And I heard the um, the town 
the person in charge of the town on another uh, radio station, and she was saying that 50% of the hotel rooms were full of, out of 945 rooms in the, in the town, 50% of them were full of illegal aliens, and it was keeping people away because it's usually very you know busy out there. It was like right. a ghost town. Right. And, and, and you know, and, you know, in a, in a way, you can't blame the hotel owners because the money's guaranteed. You know, they don't have to worry about a, uh, you know, a, a, a bad season or, uh, or or a recession driving away the business because the, the state's coming in and grabbing these uh, these these hotels or motels and uh, gr- and leasing all the rooms for a period of multiple years in many cases. So in a, in a way, you, it, you can't blame them, but it's it's ruining the uh, it's ruining the town and it's ruining the businesses around the uh, or, or, and and another thing the uh, we've talked about this before, but if a, if a hotel is is not a hotel anymore after 30 days, the uh, the local uh, occupancy tax on each occupied motel room doesn't go to the city or town anymore. So the 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 uh, the the owner may be making a profit, but it's killing the cities and towns. And they don't have services for these people out there. It's a yeah. bedroom town. It's a tourist town. They don't have anything for these people. And it's hurting the small mom-and-pop businesses that depend on tourism. The tourists are staying away. It's, it's, just, it's just such a mess. And a, and, a, and a billion dollars, a billion dollars, just on the flop houses alone. Thanks for the call, Mary. Andrew, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Andrew. Mostly want to talk about immigration, but um, with the journalism, I have experience as a mostly video journalist, and I worked with the New York Post, but only for a short period of time. But I always disagreed with giving voices to the voiceless or truth to power. I think if you're a straight journalist, not an opinion journalist, which is what I like to do best, opinion, but you should just report the facts. And the Supreme Court Justice John Roberts he kind of said it the best, not about journalism, but when he was being hearing for him, it was Schumer who said, but, you know, you're amazing, you're, you know, your talents, but can you stick up for the little guy? And his response, he's like, I can when the Constitution sticks right. up for the little guy, then I'll stick up. So I think that's what you look at. But I just want to say, like, with um, immigration and what the Democrats are scheming, you know, to get voters I think ultimately it'll backfire on them because a lot of the Latino people that come over are extremely patriotic and religious values, family values. So they have value systems that are opposed to Marxism and like Black Lives Matter. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of these uh, a lot of these uh, municipalities and counties down on the uh, Rio Grande have been uh, flipping uh, towards towards red. Because uh, the the Latinos they they don't want to uh, absorb all these uh, criminals into the into their communities and have to pay for it and uh, there's there's all this uh, it's it's destabilizing uh, the Latino and and uh, to a large degree the black communities because they're they're heading for the uh, the cities where there's uh, where there's more welfare and they're just they're as much damage as they're doing to the rest to the other areas of the country they're doing more damage to the big cities look at chicago chicago is is even more of a basket case than it was before thanks for the call andrew 844-500-4242 we are out of time for this hour we will be right back however on our radio affiliates and on our social media stick with us i'm howie Carter. 